Hey. hey! Welcome back to In Her Bag. This is Latoya Elnora. And this is Steph Takes Flight. So yeah, so how's <laughs> how's your day going? Mm-hmm. My day is going, um, you know, uh, pretty decent. I'm getting into a routine of doing, you know, uh, leisurely things. Uh, so that's pretty much it. Nothing interesting. Well, you guys, isn't your state open now? The, the lockdown is lifted or what? Yes, as of, um, it's weird. It's conflicting. <laughs> so our governor said, hey, let's open. And our mayor said, no, let's not. So a lot of businesses are kind of just caught in the middle. You know, mm. it's kind of like when your mom and dad don't really get along, but you're going to do what you want to do anyway. So yeah. some, some, some businesses are opening um, now or are opening in the future. I heard that our malls are opening back on this upcoming Friday. So how is that going to work? Is it like 10 people minimum or like what, 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 what's, what's the rules? I don't know <laughs> the rules because if you're opening the malls, you have no rules. <laughs> They never have rules for Walmart or Target, but they have rules for other places, which is mind-boggling to me. Too. Yeah, it's supposed to be about the square footage or something of that nature. I know Missouri is opening up May 4th, but mm. that's the state, but each county, like St. Louis City and St. Louis County, is still in the stay-at-home order, which makes, I mean, each it's up to each county. So I'm a little confused myself, like, the governor opened the state, but then it's still up to each municipality or counties, which is yep, that's pretty that's much the mayor. So confusing, right. yes. So who knows? Some places are opening, like I said, Friday, which is May first, and a lot of the restaurants are open now, but they only have patio service and six guests per five hundred square feet, from what I've heard. Um, wow, which is you I don't know how home. that's gonna last. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that's gonna last. So, um, yeah, I don't know, and I don't know if it's really even helping. You know, to be honest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, who knows? I think we might have outgrown it, the co- <laughs> corona maybe. You know, and this is getting warmer, so it's probably dying off. You know like any other flu season would be at this point. I don't know. Yeah. But the most scariest part is like the United States is under attack and it's by a virus and there is no plan of action with the people that's running the government, that's running, you know, the country. So if it wasn't a virus, you know, what if it was something else? There there, Correct. there isn't anything for disaster. There is no plan of action, which is scary as hell. Yes, I mean, especially because um, most of our uh, people that handled this, or the team that handled this type of thing, or that was put in place, um, got fired. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and I'm so like... sick of Trump having these dumbass conferences about nothing. Like, somebody mm-hmm. get him off the TV, please, already. Yeah, I I choose not to listen in, listen in on um some of his 
tweets and videos and conferences. Because um, are they practicing social distancing? No. Be- because people are on there right without behind. a fucking mask. It's just so contradictory, you know? <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I wanted to look at the people up close and for shut your stupid ass up. <laughs> <laughs> it's an so, airborne I'm out. Nobody worry about you looking at them up close in front. Yes, <sighs> I completely agree. And I'm like, hey, I think it's coming to a head soon. Um, but it's gonna definitely <clears throat> take a long time for our economy to bounce back. I mean, I just think it was, you know, like anything else, it was an act of terror. Yeah, you know, it was a terrorist act. And um, yeah, it was not handled. In a way of that, so correct because it was as everybody know these are facts. It was man made. It wasn't something that kind of um, came on its own or came from animals like other viruses and bacteria that we kind of have an outbreak of. Mm-hmm. You know, we can trace the source. Well, this source traced back to a lab. You know, which has the hands of people on it. So those are the facts. Yeah. Strange times. Strange times. So today, um, we are talking about outgrowing relationships. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Relationshiping. Um, and this is just all kind of relationships. This is friendships. This is intimate relationships. This is maybe even like work associate, say associated relationships. When is the time to like bounce? How do you know when's the time to bounce? Like for me, I'll start is when I'm depositing uh, way more than I'm, you know, uh, withdrawing. <laughs> to make I it agree. Simple. I agree. <laughs> you know, if I'm putting in so much into this a relationship, friendship, um, work relationship, and I'm not getting anything out of it, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this is too one way and it's time for me to go. That's a sure way that I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. See see you later, maybe, you know. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I think in general, like in all relationships, there does come a point that we do outgrow people. And sometimes we do carry people along the way that we shouldn't even be carrying along the way, you know? Yes. I'm like, why are you still on my hip? Man, my back hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I definitely think that. I think a lot of times, um, and this is with, friendships and like um intimate relationships especially ones that have been you know going on since like early on and that we we tend not to like leave because we're like oh we got so much history you know yeah and that's the thing <sighs> history really don't determine loyalty like just because we've been friends since high school like 15 20 years later mm-hmm. we're not the same friends like my growth is different than your growth and I hope you're not that same person from high school and I may or may not like you or like that person, right you know right exactly and I don't and maybe that's where expectations come in because I don't expect you to be that same person I would hope that you aren't that same person I would hope that you've grown right hope that you've learned some things so I definitely um understand and feel that I was in a relationship for way too long because I was like oh 
we got history. <laughs> we got so much history. And yeah. that's all it was. It was history and the relationship was history, okay? Because <laughs> it was <laughs> over. <laughs> like that play on words, right? <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I think also, you know, expectations, you know, like, I don't think we do, we don't hold a lot of people accountable uh, for expectations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that expectations, people fall short of them, and that's fine. But when you're you're not getting any of your needs met, met you know, um, then what? Why are you there? <laughs> With you know, when it comes to expectation and needs, so, um, and I think that we also, I think it's it, it comes to a point where. You don't want to be abused, but you do want to be used. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Speak more to that. So use, you know, I think everybody <clears throat> uses people. Everybody Everyone has their intentions and motives. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. But then the borderline or the the when it when the use becomes comes abusive or habitual, then it's a problem. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm giving you you know, as a friend, I'll let you borrow some money, but now you being abusive with it because you're trying to ask me every two weeks, every time I get my check for forty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's abusive. That's abusive, and so I think that's when, like, and that's on a small scale. But when it it gets to be that, you know, then it's not a healthy relationship. Yeah, or like, I what if like. Sometimes, like, neither one of the people they know, like, both time has expired, but they're so comfortable and content with their everyday routine um, and just don't want anything new. No one says shit. Nothing. No, like, no growth? No, like, like, for example, let's just say, like, if I've, like, if I know, like, I'm not saying the relationship is not healthy, but I know that I've outgrown the relationship and the other person kind of feel the same way too, but neither one of us are saying anything. How do you start those conversations? Because you're so, (laughs) I think that's, and I think people get stuck with that a lot of times and not necessarily the history. It it could be history too, but it may not be. It's just like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to do anything that I'm unfamiliar with right now because I'm so comfortable and content with this, even though I know. That it ain't going nowhere. It shouldn't even be. So, so how it's do you weird. navigate that? Yeah. I'm not good at that. <laughs> like, I just let distance get involved. Because <laughs> I feel like time would just kind of handle it in itself, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I've definitely been in that space. I can't even tell you that I'm not even out of that space. Because, you know, you have, these, like you have like some, like, too. husbands and wives, they're separated or mm-hmm. in the middle of a divorce, but they still live in the same home, or let's just say separate, yeah. not necessarily fully divorced. And they're still, mm-hmm. they're not operating as a unit, but they're still operating as like a family, if that makes yes. sense. <laughs> yes. But they still do and their I own know. thing or whatever. Yes. <sighs> and I know firsthand of some friends of mine that are in this situation, and um, they've been married, you know. 30 plus years and um they know that they've outgrown each other they do their thing on their own <laughs> they operate as a family yeah like that's, yeah a, yeah they they have separate rooms and 
you know, financially and for the the, the foundation of everything, they kind of just are, are staying with each other. They're not. Oh. Yeah. And it, it doesn't seem like they're moving towards a an end goal of like separating mm-hmm. completely. Like this is how they've been. It's not a, a strange thing. I think a lot of. Um, and that's what I mean, like oh. your comfortable or familiarity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So in that instance, would that be comfortable or is that like a fear of being lonely or fear of loneliness? I don't know if it's necessarily, I wouldn't, I don't know if it's necessarily a fear of loneliness. I think the reality is like, we're all, we're young now, but as time goes by, I, I feel or think that each and every one of us, as we get older, want like that companion or someone just to be there as we age and I'm not saying Mm -hmm. like in 50 or 40 I'm saying like as you age in your 60s 70s 80s right right. just having someone there and that may be because of the loneliness or because you're used to you're used to having your kids or you're used to having you know a partner at the time and just because you've always had someone in the home with you to not to have is very unfamiliar and uncomfortable yes so well is that healthy i, I don't know will be posed um, you guys can um but as a young you know, person because you have some people like i'm okay like i'm okay with like being by myself i prefer to really be by myself um, you know, when you're in a relationship, sometimes I don't feel like you rubbing on my ass while I'm asleep or waking me up in the middle of the night to shut the fuck. I don't feel like it. Sometimes when I wake up mm-hmm. in the morning time, I don't want to say good morning. I don't want to give you. It's nothing. It's just I want to be in my own space. <laughs> but then you find someone that understands like respecting space and respecting boundaries and know your boundaries and know your space and what you're comfortable with you know, um, having done or not done or sometimes or your moods or whatever, you know? Yeah, and I think, yeah, that may be true. I just think that we're not, like, prepared or no one really has given that roadmap of how do you really foster relationships, healthy relationships, Mm -hmm. and then knowing when it's time to end those. It's hard for me to say unhealthy relationships, but that can fall in the category of unhealthy relationships, or it could be Mm -hmm. a a relationship that's considered a healthy relationship when you've outgrown when 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 we are we are not at the same place in life. Like we have, Mm -hmm. I have those friends I know you strictly just like to party with, like. Yeah, I know I can't necessarily <laughs> build a business or build from there, but you're that you're that friend I call when I want to go club and get loose and and then that's that. Yes, totally understand. Everybody I think has them, <laughs> those friends, really, seriously. And then you got some that you know you can call, and then you got the needy always friend that's like always in a bad relationship always like I literally oh had my to stop gosh being the Debbie Downer not being friends with a girl and it was it was bad because I didn't know how to do it so I did everything via email like this relationship no, is one way like fault time like you I don't even like talking to you anymore because it's always your problems your problems I'm so like down with your yeah. problems I don't even got a chance to even tell you what what what's going on with me like it's too exactly. much it's just too those much those are debbie downers or sucking susies 
they suck your your energy away yeah it's like <laughs> i'm pretty sure you didn't that's not your intentions and that's not what your heart is at but like how do you balance that <laughs> um that I, I don't know i've had some instances and pretty much i just think you need to be upfront and set boundaries like hey you know um and being intentional you know i think all the relationships we need more intentionality you know like okay this is what this relationship is about and they know that you know like the club or the friend that kind of goes out mm-hmm. and hangs and that's what they are and you know say that like because sometimes they do want to transition and grow to be something else but maybe mm. they're you know that's not the intention you know that you spoke about so I don't know. I that was a that, good point. They may want to and don't even know how to. Yeah, they don't. Wow. So being intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to think about the facts, you know, facts versus, facts versus feelings. Mm-hmm. So the fact is, I call you every time, uh, every Friday afternoon, ready to go out, okay? That's what the facts are. But the feelings is, hey, you know what? I'm actually was trying to, you know, get in contact with you maybe on a Monday so we can go over some of my goals that I see that you did, you know, and I want to get to where you are, you know? But you got to be intentional with it. Speak up. Speak up. You know, talk about it. Um, but definitely have boundaries. I have boundaries. Like I'm, I'm, I'm putting up boundaries. I'm putting up some space and I'm like, Hey, right now you are too draining for me. <laughs> oh, wow. And I do not have time to deal with your problems and my problems at the same time, mm-hmm. but I'm still a friend and I still love you and I still respect you. And if you need me, like it's an emergency, I'm here. But other than that, I need to take a break. That's deep. Wow. hmm I know. I mean, um, yeah. I guess space. Um, and you can't you gotta understand you can't, you know, what's that saying? You can't pour from an empty cup. That is true, yeah. That is absolutely true. So you can't use everything you got trying to give everybody what they want. Because mm-hmm. then you're gonna be empty. You're going to be empty. You're going to be sitting there down and out like, well, dang, I didn't call 10 of my friends today trying to, <laughs> trying to, you know, talk. And all 10 of them had their own problems to where I didn't even get the voice mine. <laughs> <laughs> then you oh, sitting there like, hilarious. oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, damn. That is so true. <laughs> yep relationships with a purpose I guess too um and you know what's another huge thing in um friendships relationships trust right trust versus loyalty Mm, yes yeah yeah when it comes to outgrowing relationships like I I gotta always always be able to like know that you know what for for starters what what do you think about trust versus loyalty well (laughs) trust I think trust has to come before loyalty 
I mean, that's just me as a human being. I have to be able to trust you first. Um, mm-hmm. And and well, that word loyalty is really it's really tricky because people think you know if you're loyal to me, you wouldn't do things to hurt me, but you still you know you trust me. Yes. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the problem I... is. It's like. I can be as loyal as to you as I am to myself, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to do the same things that you would do if it if it was you in that situation. Right. But I still trust you. Mm-hmm. Now, the, what makes the question the trust is if you do something flaky as fuck. So at that point, I can't trust you. And I de- if I definitely can't trust you, I definitely don't have no loyalty. Like, feel like that you're loyal. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. But I think, you have like strangers and people are like, oh, you more loyal than my own family. And it's like, well, how do you or is it saying because of the, the, the action that they did or do you really trust that person? Or is it just for for that particular reason? You know, for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, because in my eyes, like loyalty focus on like honor, you know? Mm-hmm. And like trust is like mm, Trust is like, you know, of course, it's telling truth and keeping your word. But like, I don't know. I, I sometimes feel that everybody, um, to me, loyalty, like you said, holds a higher weight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't trust everybody. But when I feel that you're loyal, that's a whole nother dynamic. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother like, okay, I feel that, you know, you you are gonna always have my back best interest yes and best interest but when it comes to truth and trust eh, it's kind of gray it's like "Mm, do I trust you sometimes depends on what it is (laughs) exactly (laughs) you know it's conditional like that unconditional (laughs) love is conditional it is it is and when it comes to relationships you know a lot of people you know focus on trust and loyalty in for his relationships like I don't trust you no more so I don't you know I don't really need to be in this relationship mm-hmm. you know and I'm like mm. like you said it's conditional I trust you sometimes can I do I trust that you're going to do the right thing or do I trust that you're going to be faithful like what what <laughs> which piece of trust is that you know yeah because like, it's like you may be in a relationship you're like okay this person, uh, you know, this person is a compulsive cheater. Like, I know that ooh, he lied every time. But mm-hmm. I know that that person may take a bullet for me, too. You know, like, because the right. loyal is so, loyalty is so strong in that sense. Too. Right. Yeah. It, I totally agree. And sometimes it depends on, like, is it a short, like, is it a consequence? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What is it a short term consequence? I can live with maybe a short term, but if it's something like long term, it's gonna <laughs> be wrapped and tangled into a whole bunch of nonsense, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious but, to know how are people, um, well, how how do people really? I'm curious about the tips they use navigate through the world, um, in either fostering relationships. Mm-hmm. Or like letting go certain relationships and not feeling bad about it. Mm, that's good. Um, 
Because like I said, I had to do, I, it was so, it was a conversation, because I know if I got on the phone with old girl, she would talk me back into like listening to the bullshit. So I had to do everything via email, which was, I don't know if that was the proper way, the right way. Mm-mm. I, I just told you now, like, ghosting the person, you know, so it's just like these uncomfortable conversations that I, I don't want to have. <laughs> I so I needed a better I technique. Yes. Because I I just don't feel that any kind of virtual breaking up is the correct manner, but you know maybe but you do know you have some of those people that like if you talk to them on the phone you know you'll get wrapped back up in the bullshit mm-hmm. even though you know it's bullshit like but if you yeah. <laughs> they smooth but maybe right back in you like what the I just but maybe <laughs> but maybe you're right though because like with with the email you could probably like clear cut like you know some bullet points like okay here's a b and c An email or why like, text, and then you get back into these like and i i didn't want to text because i know that person said one thing off mm-hmm. it was gonna be this yeah. text message war and it could have been email too but you know like when you see the email if you see it's coming from that particular person you easily hit delete <laughs> exactly text messages you see it half of the message so then it's like intriguing, like, oh, no, nah, they got me fucked up. No, nah, uh-uh. you know, like, so. <laughs> exactly. I think that, you know what, that's a big <laughs> thing, paying attention to how you feel when you receive a text from friends. Because, like, if you if you see the name and, it, and you automatically, like, sigh, like, exhausted, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, then that's not good. No. You know what I'm saying? But if you like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This such and such or excited or, you know, or, oh, yeah, like, I think that's good. But you know what? I think at least you didn't leave the per- that person hanging. You know what I'm saying? You, you. Yeah, I didn't ghost did. that person. No, I didn't go. Yeah. yeah I would have felt bad. I, I didn't go. Yeah. So, yeah. But to me, it's like, it's kind of awkward, you know, probably in person to have that more direct face to face and be like hey um, this friendship is not a give and take a evenly split give and take mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's our run its course or what does the old people say about the seasons people come in your life for seasons and reasons I think that's always good you know I've had friends especially um, you know being uh, in my different career fields and kind of like in the military too where I hop to different states and bases and on places for you know weeks in and I have friends that I have for that time mm-hmm. you know and yeah we you know become friends after after that you know but it's not that close bond that I had when we were with them you know so it was during that season or during that time but I don't know. How do you dump a friend? That's pretty much what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> do you sit down with them face to face? Yeah. Mm. I, I don't know. know. You're right. Especially if they defensive or hostile. Oh my God. Exactly. <laughs> and that goes back to our conversation about the therapist. Like, how do you like change your therapist? I don't no longer mm. want, you know, like, how do you do that without it being like rude and personal or like, you know, how yeah. do you navigate through that? I don't Ooh, know. How do you know the signs? My goodness. Right. How do you know the signs that the friendship is over? Like, other than you feeling like they always a Debbie Downer. Like, or I know, maybe they're being distant. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, y'all don't hang out. My whole now. thing is, if you've been distant, like we normally talk two and three days a week, and then all of a sudden we come into a disagreement, and you don't like my response or my reaction, and then you just mm-hmm. completely stop answering the phone my text. We are no longer friends. You made the decision for us, <laughs> right? Or like even too like. If we on the phone and all we talk about is the good old days or you don't know nothing about my new current life, you know what I'm saying? Like That's the problem. I'm talking about people I dated seven years ago, you know, and now I'm married with a child and you don't even know if I have a boy or girl. We not friends no more. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> it's at that point where like it's over. But yeah. can your friendship be saved? I don't know. Because this particular person I told you, you know, I had to stop. And then she randomly, four or five years later, would send me a Christmas card. And we'll start back talking again. And then mm-hmm. being another fallout then happened. And then, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't either. Because, like, I think I really agree with the old timers when people come in your life for seasons and reasons. And if that season has passed, you can't revisit it. Yeah, you know, it doesn't. It's not the same to revisit it. So, um, and you don't want to waste time. So, go on the facts. You don't want to waste time. Um, I don't know. We'll have to. Um, we have to get some more input about what you know our listeners think about having um, outgrown relationships and bad relationships and bad friendships and outgrown friendships yeah um, and are you that toxic friend you gotta look at yourself exactly. like hey, am I the toxic friend and do I you may be but am I sticking the light out of each it, conversation <laughs> I think if they look around if you nine times out of ten if you look around and at least five of your friends feel drained from talking to you, you are the toxic friend. <laughs> you are the drama-filled friend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I think that's a good closer. I mean, I'm curious, sitting on the edge of my seat to see how do people deal with this. I know. I'm ready to see. I'm sure we'll have a <laughs> lot of feedback. Because people um, definitely have had experience being this person or with people like this or partners like this, you know? So, yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in. And thanks, everybody. I'm, like I said, I'm looking forward to some of those uh, comments. <laughs> yes. Make sure you um, reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and our email address. And subscribe we're on yeah. all of our platforms now absolutely so, thanks for tuning in <laughs> all right bye bye